drip. I'm a movie star. I'm a shooter clip. We are here with a legendary. I like to say that with certain people because. Oh Lord, here we go. Nah, it's not necessarily like a lot of people think legendary means because you sold a bunch of records. Or right. No, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's the contribution to whatever, like the area or the music or the knowledge. Right. Like that knowledge part. can make you legendary. Right. Like you ever seen like a. Um, a pastor. They're like, oh, he's right. legendary. Right. So, so I know, um, I seen your dub scene interview, so I'm not going right. to like, say the same thing. Like, hey. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, I do want to get straight into it. How do you feel about the social media era of music? Because it's a social media era. Right. So it's the gift and the curse. You know what I'm saying? The gift and the curse. So, like, if you think about it, I was, you know, hustling music before the internet really took shape of what it is today. So back then, you would do flyers, you'd hit the streets, you know what I'm saying, do all that. So now it's like so much easier, but now it's also more flooded. And so now you got a whole lot of bullshit as opposed good shit, bad shit. So it's like crazy. I think it's easier now. People, it amazes me how, how artists will say, man, I'm just trying to get on. I'm trying to get on. It's like, bro, like you have that fucking internet. You can put a song, you can literally record a song and... Or of distribution, you can go to DistroKids, CD Baby, or you can just upload to a free SoundCloud account just to get it popping. Like you know, we're we're yeah, in a, different elements now that that get you exposure. Yeah, you don't yeah. You, really. You don't need a record deal. You don't need a record label. You can do your own shit, do your own promotion. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's dope, but it's whack. It's the gift and the curse. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I I I think. I like it for me because I'm self-sufficient. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got my own studio. I can record my own music, uh, mix, master, artwork. So it's great for me. It works out great because that was always my problem with labels. You know, they, they get interested and then they say, okay, well, where are you recording at? Oh, I got my own studio. Okay, well, what are you running? Okay, this, 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 this. Like, hmm. Okay, well, uh, you have artists? Well, I do graphic design work I'm gonna hmm okay well do you you know so it's like this motherfucker does everything if we get money he's gonna fuck around and take that check so and, do you feel like when you do go talk to him they're like he's overqualified yeah for sure you know what I'm saying it's like it's like if you have a too much knowledge and, and too much game on site they're they're not gonna fuck with you you know what I'm saying cause they look at it like it's a th- like a threat I guess you would say well, because I feel like if they bring you to the infrastructure, the machinery, which is all they're really doing for you is using their relationships right. with these corporations, Walmarts, right. the Targets, the right. Apple Music, right. the uh, Spotify's and right. say, listen, we got your artists. Mm-hmm. We'll do this for him. We'll put his billboard up. We'll do this. Right. We'll, we'll make it seem like he's on every top playlist. Right. But now if they bring you in and say, this is how we do it, we, we build relationships over learn. time. You learn. Because you learn. So if you know how to learn, you can adapt to any environment. Because you can infiltrate. And anyone who, if you are intelligent enough, yeah. you know, and, and you can know how to network, you can infiltrate. I mean, that's how I got my distribution deal I have now. Is because I had a situation. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about that situation. Because yeah. I think that a lot of people don't get the backdrop, I think, because... You'll sit here and say, oh, I had this, I had this. And everybody look like, yeah, whatever. He's just another person talking. Right. You know, but I think it, you should just... Elaborate on that situation, then we'll just go back to the new stuff. So, all right, so this was like, it was like 2007. And this is, MySpace was like at the tail end of, it, of everything. It was like winding down. And I was just doing a lot of music, just putting stuff out as much as possible. And 
my MySpace page, I had millions of fucking plays on it. It was like insane. And this guy, he was a publicist, and he reached out to me. He sent me a message. It was like, the message was something along the lines of, you're dope. How come you're not fucking signed? Straight up. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's, but, all in he's all like, yeah, you're dope, you're not signed. Why? Tell me why. Right, now. right. So, yeah. so first thing you know you got to do, you're like, okay, this is a scam. He wants some money. That's first thing. That's typically how that works. So I look him up, and turns out this guy is somebody. He's a publicist. And he had just finished doing a bunch of publicist work for Rihanna. She, okay. That's when the Ponda replay came out. Yeah, remember she joint. had, remember she had the first version, then the remix is what got her put on. Yeah. So that was because of this. Yeah. That was be, that, yeah. right. So that was because of this guy. He's one who put that together for. Her. Okay. So behind the scenes guy. Okay. Behind the scenes guy. And so I'm like, yeah, well I'm doing this and that. You know, I, you know, I had I had a little deal before with the independent label in Northern mm-hmm. California. Did an album with them, and that was really it. It's always been me before that. So he was like, call me. Gave me his phone number. So I literally called. I was literally like, I had a day gig at the time. I just got work, and I was at the Jiffy Loop getting my own change. I remember. <laughs> and so I called, dude, right? And I'm like, what's up? Uh, he's like, uh, hello. Like, you know, I'm like, what's up, man? This is Epidemic. He's like, bro, like, what's up, man? You're dope, my God. But I've been kind of watching you for the last month. And I'm like, wild, you know? So he says, uh, why aren't you signed? Like, what, what the fuck, you know? I'm like, I don't know. Well, I don't know why I'm not. I'm just doing my thing, you know? So he says, we're, me and my business partner, we're starting a label. And it, it's under Universal, which they have in grooves now, the digital distributor. Okay. He says, and we all, we do, we're publicists also. So it's kind of like this whole thing they're putting together. He says, I want to present it to my business partner and let's put an album out. Let's see what we can do. Like, you know, yeah, let's just cook up. And yeah. And I said, okay. I said, but just so you know, if you're like advanced money, I don't want no advance. I don't want no money. And he mm. goes, why? Mm. I go, because I don't want Message. to owe. I go, I don't want to owe nothing. I don't want no money. And he, and he got quiet, you know, I said, so we'll figure it out. Let's just, Put get the music. I'll take care of the the production, the artwork, everything. I'll take care of all that. I'll I'll pay for all that, and let's put it out and let's push. So he was like, okay, and so he he liked that. He was like, so it's like a co op thing. I'm like, yeah, exactly. A partnership, yeah. right? So we did that, did the album, and I spent about like eight months getting the album done. Fucking dope album. That was called "Addicted to the Grind." So addicted this whole to the grind. addicted to the grind. There's this whole concept, you know, of being addicted to the grind of music and all that, and it had some good features. And at that time, that's when Cassius had just got signed to Shady Records. Big. That was a big time. So I was real good friends with his DJ, DJ Arcane. Okay. Okay. And. Arcane, we would always talk and do stuff, and you know he would come to my spot, and he, you know, I need your studio, okay, come on or whatever. And I remember he hit me. He said, "Man, we just got a record deal with Shady Records." I'm like, and he, I was like, "What?" He's like, "I know he went to New York for like a week." Yeah. He's like, "Bro, just got signed by Eminem." Bam. So then this is all happening like within like 
five months. Mm-hmm. He got signed, and my shit happened, this and that. Got, you know, I said, he's like, man, we need to get you a feature. Boom. So I went over to the apartment. Boom, got the feature from Cassius. Okay. Got that. And it got the album done. So when I presented the album and told him, I said, hey, man, I'm doing stuff. The homie Cassius, and he had just got signed. He was everywhere. And they're like, oh, well, you know Cassius? He's Eminem just signed him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got him on the album. I got this. So they're like, oh, man, what the hell's going on, you know? So I turned the album in. Now, I turned in a master CD. Okay. I turned in digital files, explicit version and edited, and I turned in a music video for the lead single. It's nowhere near like that anymore. So, and I I funded everything. We're talking music video was three grand. You know, I I mix them, and then I had uh, to master it. I was blessed to get Bobby Brooks to master it. Bobby Brooks, if you don't know that is, he started out at Motown with Barry Gordy as a young kid. Mm. He engineered Rick James, Super Freak. Classic MC hit. MC Hammer. Jeez. Bobby Brooks. Remember that, y'all? Bobby Brooks. Super, like, dope individual. Crazy stories. So I was I blessed. To, I, right. <laughs> so I was Motown. blessed to get him to master the album. And he, like, he went crazy. Like, yo, this is, like, like amazing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Cool. Turn it in. They get it. They love it. They're like, this is fucking great. Like, you know, and they're like, okay, so how are you going to present yourself to the world? You know, they go, we know you're a Gardena native, but you're in Orange County. Like, and they said, you know, it'd probably be smart if we just, if they ask where you're out of, just push the Orange County line because of skin tone. You know, because interesting. Guard- That's in- so you're having this. Hold on, not to cut the story. You're having this this conversation. Yeah. And they're saying demographic wise. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm like, okay. So I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's die. Let's just let's just fucking do it. And when the conversation comes up, oh well, yeah. Well, actually, I'm from here, but I live here now. And and you know, what I'm saying you can you know you can yeah. get around that. You know. So I said, cool. Because I saw that it was wide open in Orange County. There was like, it, it was just wide fucking open. Yeah. So, turn it in. They hold on to it. Six months go by. I need a release date. We're waiting. Oh, Jay-Z's dropping. F- fuck Jay-Z. I'm not even in his fucking caliber. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but oh, he's killing the charts. So they like, just, nah. that we got to wait. So, I'm like, fuck. So, I'm still doing shows, doing my thing. And every, by this time, everyone in the area, like, they know, like, this motherfucker got this situation. And I'm like, let's put it out. Oh, Eminem's dropping. Man, fuck Eminem, man. Like, <laughs> no, man. Because these guys are, they're dealing with big artists. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, just put it out. Let's grind it out. So it's literally like a year. I haven't had no release date. Album, everything's done. So I'm on the show for a year. Sitting. The, the juggernauts are dropping CDs. And they're like, nope. So I'm like, so what I did, I decided to push the issue. Yeah. And I told him, I said, look, it, if you don't give me a date to put this thing out in the next fucking 48 hours, I'm getting myself out of this contract and I'm taking my shit and going elsewhere. Hmm. Well, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? That's like, and it turned into like this argument shit. Don't, you know, don't threaten us. And but man, fuck you. So turning this thing. So I'll get mad. So I sent an email out to the people at the label. And 
I say, we need to figure this thing out. Da, da, da. Yeah, let's get the situation right. By the grace of God, somebody, I know who it was at the label, they respond where they they forwarded to the lady who was above them, mm-hmm. who was the universal lady. Okay. And I was somehow, they it got sent to me also. They didn't mean to send it to me. Somebody fucked up. So I saw the email. They're talking about this artist. He's trying to do this. And, and you know, it's almost like, uh, like, you know, like, what do we do with this guy? You know? Yeah. And I see the email. I'm like, who is this person? Who is this lady? You know? So I copy the email address and I email this lady like right then and there. Hmm. Hi, I'm Jason Perea, aka Epidemic. And blah, 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 blah. I would love to sit down and meet with you. Can I take you out to dinner? Here's my phone number. Call me. I got a phone call within 20 minutes. Mm. So you took the initiative to, yeah. cut, to cut out the middleman. Right. So I meet her and she says, I would love to meet you. I heard your album. And I don't know why they're not putting it out. Let's meet. Cool. Where do you live at? I live in Burbank. Great. I'll come up on Friday. Let me take you out to dinner. Anywhere you want. Cool. Go up to Burbank. Take all my stuff. I have a binder with just promo, my whole promo layout, everything. Meet with her. Buy her dinner. I spent a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Well worth it. Well worth it. Trying to get that off the show. At the end of the day, that's the goal. Hey, and the dinner, normally dinner, close to an hour. We were there yeah. for three and a half, almost four hours. What was that conversation like? Just putting my charming pants on. <laughs> and, and we got along really well. And she was like, they don't know what they have. That's so much because they don't know what they have. She goes, fuck, you mean that you do this, 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 this? You gave them everything and they're not putting it out? I'm like. She says, you know what? Hold on. This is like the last 30 minutes of her dinner. She calls the main dude. Hey, I'm having dinner with Epidemic. Sheesh. She says, um, this album needs to come out like now. What are you guys doing over there? If this is going to be, if this, is this going to be like a, that's, this is what's going to be happening. Then maybe we need to rethink our relationship with the, with the labels and da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to put it out. I'm going to put it out and make sure it's going to go under your guys' label, but I'm going to upload it into the system. Boom. Done. So now I build a relationship with this lady. I don't even talk to these other guys no more. Even though I'm stupid, my album came out under their label, I don't even talk to them. You direct to the source. Direct to the source. So me and this lady, we built a great relationship. Like, she just loved the fuck out of me. Like, she, you know, I was like, and then she started introducing me to people, and, and she was always just like, throw bones my way. Like, anything, anything. Like, oh, there's a show network, here. Just Whatever. Put you in the right places at the right Whatever. time, in a better position. Right. And so that album came out, and the contract I had with, with the sub-label was for one album. And, and how it was written up was, at any time, I can get out of it. You can opt out. I can opt out, okay. but it has to be written in a letter form and has to be, you know, the, the usual litigation of it. The exactly. Okay. So album was done, and I, you know, basically wrote my letter. Say, okay, album has been completed. I'm done. You got your album. That's it. But I still own the masters. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So you win it at the end of the day. I won. So now, 
I'm doing a lot of stuff with this lady. And that's when shit got really, like, good. Mm-hmm. You know, because then I, then I put, I funded my own regional tour. Okay. Okay. And I was doing all these events, local events, you know, Orange County, IE, um, South LA, stuff like that. And she was, like, supporting it. She was making sure, like, okay, yeah, cool, boom, boom, support it, support it. And then uh, I started bringing her down to functions throughout Orange County. Because okay. she was like, I'm looking for artists, and I want to do stuff, and this and that. She's looking to build. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw a fucking event. And we threw an event at Club Blue. What year was this? I see. 2000 and beginning of 08. 08? Middle of 08. I want to say, yeah, 08. Because Cub Blue was pop. Cub Blue has been home for a long time. A lot of people understand. That's where one of the places I first seen Cash and his uh, crew, the uh, Renegades. Right. So it was 08. 08, okay. So I, I did a show there, had it packed. She came down, and I told all the homies that I know that rap, come here. You need to bring your shit, bring music, bring promo items. I'm going to have somebody that's important that you need to fucking meet. If you're about your shit, come through the fucking show. Did a show, packed out. Boom, she's there. I had her set up in a little VIP thing, bottles, took care of her. Motherfuckers started showing up. That night, I linked about, probably about five different artists with her. Five artists. And some made some shit happen. Made some deals, got some distributions. Some did some artist situations in one night. In one night. In one night. Sharing the wealth. Sharing it. Yeah. So, and then uh, as time went on, you know, she she did a big show in Hollywood at, at what club was that called? Um, Empire. Empire. And it was like Corrupt was performing and some other big cats. I got to perform. And they did like radio promo and it was it was packed. It was it was good. It was good. And that was like the last big thing I did with, with, with her and that label. And then shit went south, you, you know. know. Yeah, it sounds like for me. Oh no, here's a better question. Instead, instead of saying that, mm-hmm. let's say TuneCore was then, and you had that same situation. Let's say you had TuneCore as an option, and the mm-hmm. dudes came to you and was like, "Hey, look, we think you're dope. We're under Universal. Come mess with us." What do you think your answer would be then, knowing about like TuneCore if that situation was available at that time, like TuneCore? I mean, well, back then, CD Baby. CD Baby I, I don't, was I, out, and I and I did was mess it taxi? with C- Taxi. taxi. And CD Baby. Yeah, so yeah. I did mess with CD Baby. I had put out project with that on my own, but my whole thing was, okay, I need to get with somebody that can open some doors for me, even if it's just introduce me, because I was having trouble getting, because you know, when you're like, I rap, yeah, everyone raps, I'm trying to do this, you go to a function, and it's like, I would go to these, um, like they have like, like in the convention center in LA, okay. right? And you pay, and it's like a weekend thing, and yeah, the quick like Q and A, all that shit. Panels, so I would, I would yeah. go to them and try and meet A and R's and managers and this and that, and I met a lot of people, you know. But in the day, you know, they'll say, "Yeah, sure, so email me. Here's my card. Email me. You email me, and you can't get them on the fucking phone." Yeah, they go Hollywood. So they go very Hollywood on you. Yeah. So th- that that was going on. So that's why I was like, "Yo, this. I'm gonna utilize this." I'm going to mm-hmm. utilize this whole situation. And because of meeting all those different people, it basically allowed me from that lady 
she introduced me to a guy that was doing college radio promo. Okay. His name is Ilion. He's from New York. So I met him, and um, you know, I, I did some uh, college promo with him. He got me on some college radios and stuff like that, interviews. And then when things went south with that lady, him and I still had a relationship. Mm-hmm. And he and turns out he was the guy like, okay, there's people who work at labels and have relationships, but there's always one other person that can kind of go. I always say it's kind of like a Steve LaBelle. Steve okay. LaBelle is not with any label, but he can go to any he label. Can go to any label. He he has those relationships and that thing, right that time with them. That they're gonna listen to what he has to say if he brings <clears> someone like, hey, look, I got this guy. You should check him out. Like, right. All right, Steve. Right. So that's who this other cat was, and so. That guy, he hooked me up with Ingroove directly. Okay. He would get on the phone like, hey, blah, blah, blah. He was a good talker. Okay. So he hooked me up direct. And so that's how, because, and I tell people, if I never went that route with that publicist guy with the, the label and then and, and make my way to the lady, the next step up, to meet this guy, I would not be in the situation I'm in now. Because I was able to get that Ingroove situation and put some albums out. And then... Now, mind you, all these people, I don't talk to any of them anymore. So y'all left on bad terms, don't talk? The lady, like, yeah. It, the lady, yeah, it, it got a bad. There was some weird shit going on. And and she got, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like money. It was all it's all money related. And it's not on my end, it's on theirs. Cause I'm I your story when you just told me that, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, you didn't get no money to go to Ingroove when they no. put the album out. You never got no money, no recomp. There was never and 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 that's a whole nother story. Like, there's, like, I register all my stuff with ASCAP and my publishing company and all that. Okay. And I just recently got, finally got paid for royalties. How old, and how long ago was that? Two, well, that album came out end of 2008, so we're 11 years. 11 years to get a royalty check. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't understand that part about yeah. the game, that that ASCAP, that BMI, your publishing, yeah. the royalties. Yeah. And to think about, let's say, let's generalize. How many thing, how many CDs do you think you sold on that when you dropped that? Let's just say. I, I couldn't even tell you. Let's say 1,000. Let's just say 1,000. And at that time, we both know what CD was, twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then you never know what other, other monies came yeah, from. It, it, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it's wild. So, you know, what, what I try to tell cats is, you got to go out and meet people, and you got to – it's part of it. You know what I'm saying? You never it's know a who, large part of you it. You never know who you're going to meet. So if I didn't respond to that guy on MySpace and take that little situation, I would never have met the other lady, which I had to hustle to meet her, and then I wouldn't have never met Homeboy. Okay. So with Homeboy, what I said, with the Ingrus thing, that was dope. I have no ill will toward him. He's cool as fuck. I, I just haven't seen him in forever. Okay. So then after that, Ben Grooves, uh, they kind of pissed me off. Because um, that's when Mac Miller came out. And Mac Miller was the hot shit. Uh, uh, with the kids mixtape. Was it the kids right, mixtape? Right. And he had, okay. gotten, he had gotten. I'm not too up on him, but I know he had the kids mixtape. Right. So he had that. It was right after that when he had the um, other album. He was the video where he's dancing with like the 50s style the, in the, oh, the park. I can't think of what the hell it's called. The Blue Slide or something. Okay. But anyways, he. He had gotten distribution deal within Grooves, and he was independent still. I'm about to look them up because <clears throat> Mac Miller was, he was, what was that, like 2012? Oh, 10? that was before that. It was before then. Like, like, like 2009. Like He's been, he was out since yeah. 2009? Yeah. 
That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, it was funny because I was on the phone with my rep at Ain't Grooves and talking like, okay, I'm, you know, like just conversate. You got to, you got to talk to your reps, you know? And all of a sudden he goes, Hey, can you hold on a second? I'm like, yeah. You know, then he has me a hold. Then he comes back. He says, I'm about to hit you back. I got Mac Miller in the line. I'm like, yeah. So you can't finish my conversation. We got like two more minutes of conversation. Like you got to talk to Mac Miller. Like, Okay, cool. Click. I said, I'm done with in grooves. Like, if you can't even finish my conversation, then that means I'm like way down here. I, even if I haven't sold a million, still, you know, it, it, I'm a person. We need yeah. to have conversation. Respect my fucking conversation. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to hang up with me for Mac Miller, rest in peace, but still, you know what I mean? So after that, I was like, fuck that. So I started looking around, trying to find a new distribution deal. Because I already, I'm fresh off this Universal thing, the Cassius, and and had a song with Cassius, and it got played on Shade 45. So I kind of had some. So you had some like leverage, shit. like some some, some leverage. Yeah, some leverage. Okay. So and I had interviews on the Dub CNN, and, and and then at that time, then Empire started. Gazi, he used to work at In Grooves. He left and started Empire, and Nima, Dub CNN, went with him. So now these are people that you already knew that you built right. a relationship with. Right. Right. So now you're trying to say, hey, look, remember right. me? So, so reach out to Nima. And I'm like, what's good? I was within grooves. I'm leaving. I know you got Empire. Let me bring my shit to you. You guys are new. Let me bring my catalog. And first thing he says, oh, you still working with that one? Those one guys, the publishers guys? You know, I'm like, no. He's like, okay, good. I'll give you here. I'll, here's the contract. He emailed it to me, and that's how I got my distribution where I'm with now with Empire. Now that's 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 a big thing I want to touch on with the distribution because I'm seeing Empire is getting people distribution deals and they're actually winning. They're like, a label too. Yeah, they're a label because yeah. the reason I say that is Tiger. That's how right. he bounced back. That's yeah. how he bounced back. They put money and, in him. And they first Grammy they got was I think it was with Fat Joe. That uh, uh uh the one with Jay Z and Remy Ma, what was it? Uh, I can't think of the name. I can't of it. think of the name. Of it. But yeah, it's a big song and we don't even know. All yeah, the right. way up. Yeah, all the way up. Uh, and that's <laughs> what would you tell a young artist? Because I tell people all the time, man, chase a distribution deal. If you could do all the things like you do for yourself, right. you can engineer, produce, mix, and you got some good well, music. I mean, I think distribution is. Here's the thing. Cats always say, "Oh, you got distribution deal. You got this." And I'm say, "Well." the there's the only difference between having a distribution deal with like Empire or Sony Orchard or mm-hmm. Ingrooves versus going through Distro Kid or, or CD Baby is with those, you got to pay for each upload. Mm-hmm. With my deal, I don't pay. I just upload. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it, you have a little more leverage with Spotify and all these people when it comes through like Empire or Orchard and Grooves, they look at like, oh, this is a bona fide artist. It's you know what I'm saying? Artist, legit, verified. Let's because they're not going to give a deal to just some anybody. Like now, you can't get a fucking deal with Empire. No, they're they're too big. They're like you said, they actually are a label that gives distribution deals. So yeah, they, they cut checks Tiger. now. Yeah, they cut checks early because Tiger. That was Tiger's comeback. That was yeah. what was the first, what was the first song he got back? Uh, um, not not was it Drip Taste Taste Taste. Yeah. So. What would you tell a young artist? Let's say a young artist comes to you 
And I'm pretty sure you get artists who come to you. Yeah. And what do you tell them? What's the advice you get? And what do you, what's that outlook you give them? Be like, hey, look, this is what you should do. You know, you should think about this. This is how you should move. This is what you should build. Man, you know what? A lot of cats hit me up, believe it, on Instagram. It's of course. fucking it's, crazy. It's Instagram, the DM. The gram. So I tell them, can't say, oh, I need to get distributed. I need to get, I need to get put on. I said, look it, put yourself on. Don't worry about distribution. Like you can get that. You can pay go distro kid, see baby. Okay, it's gonna cost money. Regardless, I tell everyone it's gonna cost money. It's a different game. Everything you cost, do you costs invest money. In yourself, invest in yourself. It's gonna cost money. So I say if you if if you have the mindset of like I don't want to pay, I just want to get paid, then it's not gonna work for you. So just go that way. So I tell them first get your brand right. Mm-hmm. Figure out who you are. What you're rapping about. And if you're going to rap, I say, man, tell your story. Tell your story. Never, no one's story is the you same. You got to tell your truth. You got to tell your truth. Not the next tell, man's. Right. Tell your stories and and make it interesting. And get get with, best thing I say is get with a producer. Someone Lock that can. get with the producer, man. You got to get with a producer. Lock in with the producer. Get with a producer. Not just any producer. Get with somebody that you can vibe with. Because. You could have a dope beat, but the vibe isn't right. It's gonna sound like trash. Yeah, it's like you, a force. It's like some force. It's like you, a force relationship. You can't you can't describe it, but you'll know when it's working because all of a sudden the songs will sound fucking great. If you look at the top artists, they locked in with a producer, if not produced <clears throat> themselves. Yeah, uh, Drake had forty. YG Missy had Elliott Lester, had Timbaland, and she helped him. The clips had Pharrell. Had Pharrell. Jay had what? Uh, 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 Just Blaze, Kanye, Timbaland. Yeah. yeah. Diddy. Diddy yeah. had Diddy and everybody else he put out. Uh, shit, Dre, Snoop, Snoop Eminem, uh, Eminem, Dre, Dre, and then Eminem start making beats that, with Fifty, Fifty Cent, and Fifty locked in with what? All be tries. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so you need to have a producer. Give us somebody that that is willing to go the long haul. Because there's also you gotta know the difference between a beat maker and a producer. Okay, let's 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 talk about that thing. Because see, I think <clears throat> you can be both. You can start as a beat yeah. maker and yeah. become a producer. Well, pe- then, people gotta understand the difference. A beat maker is you're just making the beats, making the sounds, the melodies, making the beats. A producer, they take that, they take the stems, they record the artist, and it's like, okay, you should say it like this and this part. Let's do like so. We need to write a bridge for this, or let's, you know. And then they arrange the music around the artist. That's a producer. People say, a produ- oh, I make beats. I'm a producer. No, you're a fucking beat maker. A producer is if you're in the studio and you're producing the artist to do this, this, and you're building the music around the artist. That's a producer. People don't, they get it fucked up. I'm going to tell you a prime example. Quincy Jones. He's a producer. And they say, well, what instrument did he play? Uh, No, he orchestrated each person to play the instrument and he wrote the music. But the game has changed. I feel like if you, you got to be a a good beat maker to become a great producer and work with a good engineer because a lot of people sleep on the engineer right. who's taking some of these beats because I've sent my stuff to an artist like a beat. I made a beat. I didn't produce it. I made the beat right. and they give me producer credit but his engineer sends it back. I'm like, oh, that shit sounds good as right. fuck. Like, what did he do to my drums? Right. And the stuff <laughs> me and you talked right. about. I also right. tell people like, it's nothing wrong with being a beat maker. There are beat makers yeah. like, uh, you ever heard of Legion Beats? Mm-hmm. Them dudes are clearing a million dollars off of selling beats on the internet. Wow. 
a million dollars. So I was watching because wow. he was talking about click funnels. Right. So you know they they use a lot of technology with selling beats. Right, 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 so right. So what right. they're doing is they're giving you a surplus like a Costco of beats. Right. So they'll give you just the instrumental. You can get the option of getting instrumental with a hook. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And they have breakdowns mm. on it, and you have the tempo already. So now you're getting a digital quality beat. Right. No one's going analog. Like some producers go analog, but everything's digital. Right. It, they're, they're in, the the box. Everything's in the box. In the box. So with that being said. Let's go to the artist part of this now. Okay. Do you classify all rappers, hip hop artists, rappers? No. no. So how do you classify them in your eyes? And this is your opinion because everybody's entitled okay. to their opinion. So look it. There's hip hop. Okay. There's rap. Got it. There's alternative hip hop. There's alternative was like when you have I'm the influx of like rock. That's like Limp Biscuit. Exactly. Limp Biscuit. I'm going to go Limp Biscuit for alternative rap. Um. Then I have consider like what backpack hip hop is. Yeah, I, I still I put them in hip hop. I put them as back. I'm gonna back tell you rap. I'm gonna tell you why. Because to me, hip hop, I think hip hop is Razkaz. Hip hop is Eminem. Hip hop is Royce of Five Nine. Backpack hip hop, Dialetta Peoples, Jurassic Five. Planet Asia. Dialetta Peoples. Right. Okay. I, I so get, I get that. That's backpack. So like I always say backpack hip hop, like you'll have standout cats from there, mm-hmm. but most of the time I, I call it unsellable hip hop because not a lot of people buy that shit. People like, people like to conjure around it at events and like, yo, this is real hip hop. This is the real hip hop, but they never, no one will ever buy it. The ones I feel like the music that sells is whatever you can play in the car while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, it has to bang. It has it has to knock, and that's why trap music has dominated the charts for the last what twenty years. I tell I'll tell everybody. Street music never loses. Oh, never. You got to be you can, with the you street. Can, you can have a political message. You can talk about whatever you want. But as long as that beat is, I call, I say it's gangster beats. As long as it's some gangster shit and has that knock, you're going to win. Why, you why can, do you think that is? What's your opinion on why street music will never lose? Because it's just the formula for it. It's the hard-hitting kicks. Hard drums will always win because it's hitting you. You feel it in your chest. And it hits your soul. My you know thing what I'm saying? is that... And the origin of it. See, a lot of people don't understand the hip-hop culture right. came from the music of the streets. The street. Like Chuck D said, right. hip-hop is the scene in for the hood. The 808, the right. beat, the knock, and a DJ using a scratch sample right. before we integrated the, the instruments and right. all the auto-tune and all that. So I tell people, when it comes from the streets... It's going to always be relevant and prolific in the streets. Like, it's going to win in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like, when Tupac came, he brought that street with it. Like, when right. NWA came, they came with the street. Like, Master P brought his version of the streets. Right, right. So, now, the, the South True. got his version of the streets, and that's why mm-hmm. I feel like people understand. Like, And I feel like backpack rap, hip-hop rap, it's always, like, with stoners, hippies. It's right. like, it's hippie. That, right. <clears throat> that's the hip-hop hippie culture. Right. Because any, like, Coachella... Lollapalooza, South right. by Southwest, they're big there. Right, of course. You don't see too many trap rappers there. No. No, they're not going to be there. You know, they, they do different, like, smaller tours, but the right. big tours are the hip-hop acts. Right. But people like Snoop mm-hmm. are the, to the mainstream. Snoop is, like, technically the first mainstream gangster rapper. Right. As they, as they look at that. Right. And then Tupac is the first mega superstar right. rapper. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people overlook the levels that we have because now, like you said, because the social media generation, every rapper is a superstar rapper. Yeah, everyone is that guy. Or yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and I, here we go. We talked about this before, so I, I want to bring it up. 
the the uh, friend network that makes you feel like you're the superstar because I feel like mm-hmm. when you watch old Death Row uh, right. behind the scenes, remember Two Gangster for TV? Right. If you was whack in the studio, they would tell like, no, that's trash. Right. I heard like, you should not a slap a nigga, man. That shit right. trash, man. Get that right. shit up out of here. Right. Nowadays when it's trash, it's, oh, you dope. That's just, that's his style. He going hot. Mm. No. Because, you know, your friend secretly wants to be better than you. Your friend want, don't want you to shine over him. Everyone wants to be the first one out when there's already been right, a first right, one out. Right, right, or, or the artist has has money and is is spending money. Exactly. And that's the, and that's what you see now. You can tell the difference between an artist who's paying for his career and an artist who's just getting it out the mud. Right. And it's nothing wrong with either artist. Don't get me wrong. Right. Because, like, if you, I don't know if you're um, familiar with Young Dolph's story. Mm-hmm. Young Dolph, I like how he raps. Everybody's, oh, he's not whatever the case. He, he's on now. Dude. Right. Empire, right. Nonetheless, right. But what he did, he said he spent his street money. Was he put up to Gucci Man? Hey man, I need a feature. Here's twenty thousand, right. Compared to giving it to Spotify or a playlist right. or influence or a blogger or a vlogger. Right. Hey, put my thing up, right. That people are gonna listen to. He really gave it to Gucci Man, so now he was able to get into Gucci Man's lane, right. So I know, like, how do you feel about that? I mean, I think features. I was never big on features, you know, but. I mean, I, I, they're necessary, but I, I think nowadays, I think for the like the last, really the ten, last ten years, really in in the music game, is you if people feel like oh you need a big feature to make people pay attention to you, you know it's like okay, so you're gonna pay fifteen hundred or five grand or ten grand or whatever to get this feature, but then if you don't have more money for your promo, you're fucked. You're done. So, I don't... Features, I... Here's the thing. I've always been the type of cat is... I'm not I'm not going to pay for a feature, bro. It's not going to happen. What, what's going to... What, I, I going to happen is... I meet the people... And it's going to be a mutual thing. Like, man, I fuck with you. You're dope. And you're grind. I like your music. I like it. Let's do a record. Cool. Let's do a record. Let's promote it right. Let's make it generate income. And that's how we'll make money. You know, but some people get caught up in the, oh, man, I'll just drop two grand. I, got, I mean, if you got the budget, fucking great. If you got the budget, because most of the time you're not going to be able to meet these artists. No, it's going to be it's gonna be emailed to you. It's Yeah. So unless if you got the bread, like, hey, I got a budget of $80,000. Okay. Well, fuck it. I want to get Tiger on the song. Okay, well, he's going to cost you fucking 30 grand. And you got to get cleared by the label. So by the time you're done, it's going to be 50 racks. Yeah. And then you got to, once it's done, you got to send it back to the label so they can yeah. clear anything that's said. Right. Then you got to clear any samples. <clears throat> All that. All that. So it's crazy. So, I mean, I don't know. Features, I tell people, man, just just grind your shit, create your fucking lane, and, and then people will tap in with you. People will tap in. It may take a fucking while, but just tell your story. Because yeah. if you're doing features with all these people, you know, it's like now you just look like you need a, a supporting cast to make your shit crack. Oh, yeah. And some people do. but Yeah, true. <laughs> so I'm going to get to some uh, actually a, a situation how we really met and mm-hmm. really got uh, to conversate in the DM. It's funny because I literally double checked this. I posted on my page. So I'm okay. on OC Weekly. <clears throat> you know, uh-huh. they're full of bullshit. Right. Of OC Weekly. course. Y'all, you know, it is what it is with OC right. Weekly. So I'm on OC Weekly, and they have the best of 2019. Mind you, it's not even over. It's right. like, what, fucking right. September. Right. So I'm like, let me go look at this bullshit, because I, I, I just, I have an issue. I have to look. <laughs> when right. I'm one of them people, I have to look. So I'm like, right. the best, they got the best hip-hop rapper. Right. 
and the best hip hop act. Right. So to have those categories, you must be listening to OC music because it's OC weekly. Right. Every other category is best OC. Right. So you listen to every OC artist. Right. Because there's not too many mainstream OC artists. Right. Then you're going to shows to see the best hip hop act. Right. So happen to be off each four nominees in the category are same. It's Nipsey Hussle. I didn't know he was from Orange County because he's from L.A. So right, I don't know how that got in there. Then it's Anderson Pack, right? Signed to Dr. Dre. He's from Oxnard. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how he's on there. Then it's you at the time, right? I'm thinking you're from Orange County because right. I'm just seeing you with everybody from Orange County. Right, like, okay, right. I'm just assimilating that. Like, oh, he's from Orange County. Right. Then it's Matt Allen. So right. I'm like, I know he's from Anaheim. So I'm like, okay. Right. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, one of these two guys, and that, let's just not hide the fact, the skin tone, like, okay, they got the, the two white guys. Win. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I'm sitting there and I hit you. I'm like, hey, man, you know, this is bullshit, right? Yeah. And what I say, what I say, you know how OC Weekly is. They pull that bullshit. Right. I said, damn, so he admitted it. So I hit Matt Allen. I'm like, bro, you know, that's bullshit. He goes, hey, they did it. So I'm like, okay, you know, my first instinct, I'm, you know, I'm so conspiracy theorist. Like, oh, them niggas know somebody up there. Right. Them niggas got friends. So I tag Bryson Paul, right, the editor. He's like, I had nothing to do with the nomination. I'm like, all right, fuck, who had this shit? So now I'm waiting for the results. Nipsey Hussle wins best rapper. Right. I said, okay, the OC Weekly's clout chasing. They're, they're right. really clout chasing off a nip. I said, good, okay, cool. He's not from OC, but... Right, they, whatever. He, then the best hip-hop back is Anderson Pack. Right. I said, of course, it has to be Anderson Pack because Nip died in April. He couldn't have performed, so Anderson Pack gets that automatically. Right. So now, seeing your dub CNN interview, I'm like, he's not even from Orange County. He's from Gardena. <laughs> then he's not even white. He's from Mexican. I'm like, so by all means, Matt Allen should have won hands down. Right. And this is what I tell people is so much political bullshit. Yeah. With these people. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. It's crazy. Like it's I'm sitting up. here like like saying, so then, you know, we got this social media thing. Right. We got these blogs who I have nothing against these blogs. And I, I know that they don't shine the best light on me, but I don't care because right. I'm comfortable with who I am. But how do you feel about these certain blogs saying that they have the the credibility to say he's the hottest out. What you, in your opinion, what should be the criteria for someone saying he's the hottest out? Well, end of the day, people always said I'm the king or I'm the best. I'm, you know, and I just, I pay no mind to it because you have to show and prove. If there's no accolades to back that up, come on. But I, I think. If someone's gonna say I'm the king of this or I'm that now, now people say it just to clout chase and just to get people to pay attention. Like, oh what? Like, like when your boy, you know, Cash Shout Kelly, out Cash Kelly, the hottest <laughs> OC rapper that's not from OC. Hey. Shout out Cash <laughs> Kelly, my boy. Hey. When, when I seen that thing popping up on the Instagram, and you know, Shout he's out, like, man. I'm the hottest rapper in North Carolina. First thing I said, okay, this dude is playing the fucking game. Smart he played it. Smart. I go. Smart. He got everyone riled up, and he. It's like I was like I was I was laughing my ass. I was like, this is fucking hilarious. I'm like, but who is this guy? It's funny as fuck. So when other cats now now all these other cats are coming in. Oh, I'm the king of this. I'm the king of that. It's like, okay, great, good for you. Show and prove. And then that's when I say, like I told you, go to Google, type in their name. I had to Google myself, man. I was very, I was very how'd that happy. Work, how'd that work out for you? Yo, very well. <laughs> Congratulations. I had over 20 songs. I was the top one. I'm like, but I have a unique name, so I, yeah, have, right. a unique, I have a unique name of rap, but mm-hmm. I have been doing that because, you know, the vanity level is high on me. I'm narcissistic, so it's, right. like, it's there, but you made a valid point, like, right. because of the information age that we're in right. with 
Google and with Instagram, if you putting out content, right, it should be up there. Right. Now I feel like the mistake a lot of artists makes is their SoundCloud rappers. All they care about is SoundCloud. Like, yeah, I mean, I think I have a SoundCloud account, but I don't. I don't I, use I haven't SoundCloud. put none on there in so long because there's no way for you to like make income off of it, and they're it's just not. making money. So it's like that, that don't make sense. I'll just. I'd rather just guide people to Spotify title or, Spotify. or you know Spotify more. I've been seeing everybody's using Spotify more than Apple. Yeah. Everybody's like Spotify's new because I think Because Spotify you can have a free thing and listen to shit. Exactly. And Apple you got to pay. You got to pay. And don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I think like nowadays cuz I, I went to the Revolt Summit. Right. And they really weren't handing out CDs or digi cards. It was, what's your Spotify? Right. Are, you on, are you on TuneCore? I mean, not TuneCore. Are you on Apple Music? Right. Are you on Spotify? Right. Hey, what's your IG? What's right. your Twitter? Right. It's a social media world to where I don't have to have you listen to your stuff right now. No. I can listen to it when I have time. Right. And I think that a lot of people, like, in order to get out of your region, because you're not going to blow up in your region first. This is not no. Atlanta. No. It's not Atlanta or Houston. It's not New York. It's not... And LA is a little is a little different if you don't have that mass push like Nip had. Right. Like I don't think no one had LA like Nip had LA. Right. And he well, had he was whole, in a unique situation because a, a very unique Big U and Steve LaBelle. Exactly. So it's like But like I've been telling people, relationships worth more than money. Like right. sometimes you gotta I don't care if we boys whether right. it's just a a business relationship, I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. the truth. Hey, I don't think that's a good move. Right. Now, I could be wrong. Right. And you could be right. Right. Of course. But I'm gonna tell you, and I think I think right now is no everyone's scared to tell the dude they think is popping. Yeah, I, people understand like there's a there's a market niche for everybody. Yeah, you just have to know oh, your yeah. demographic, and you just have to be able to tap into it. Plain simple. Like, like I, I I watch everyone out here in in Orange County. I'm saying out here Orange County. Okay. Uh, I'm, you know, I live in this month. I live in South Orange County. You know what I'm saying. So I always keep Shout track out of what, South Orange County. I don't think they get enough props out there. Man. Shout, Shout out to the nine for nicest. Um, <laughs> it's nice and safe Shout and quiet. Out. Man, that, that's how it's supposed to be though. Once you, Thank once you. Once you accomplish something, it's supposed to be like that. Thank I don't want to be in the hood forever. What the fuck? I look Hell like? no. I don't want to <laughs> stay on Vermont and Rosecrans. Man, but, it, fuck. but you know, it, there's, there's a lot of dope artists in Orange County in general. And I've always said, if motherfuckers just get it together, but they the could really egos a motherfucker, and everybody mother- wants to be that guy. Like it's funny because we're talking about the kings and all that stuff. Yeah. When I watch these cats, me personally, off the top, I can name five artists that I personally know that can out rap, out perform, out do everything these other cats say. Name that five. The king. Name the five. You know I'm with the bullshit. <laughs> Name the hey, five. You want to talk about top rappers? Top rappers. Top your top five. And this is from Orange County, correct? Orange County. Top five. Let me know. Top five, Cassius. Okay. He's top five. And he's platinum selling. Just so y'all don't know, he had hey. a song on the World Series in 2006. Bro. You acting like you don't know. And the re-up went platinum. So let's go there. Let's. I just. I just I'm a Cassius fan. I, I'm. So just go. Yeah. He's dope. There's another cat named Ironic. I don't. I do not know about him. <sighs> Bro, he's from Mission Viejo. What? White dude. Will out rap. He'll out rap 95% of motherfuckers out here. Okay. Fire. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into it. I say a, 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 another one who who can rap his ass off, Cadillac Cass. 
Kind of like Cassie, my boy, Caddy. Come on, man. Come on, from West High Santa Ana. Stop it. Yeah. Caddy will out-rap motherfuckers for days. I, you know, he had a little independent deal for a long time. I was helping him. Man, I was at his first video shoot. That's the first time I seen a real video shoot. He invited me off of Fairview and Willis. We in Santa Ana, my home. The Learn About It or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I engineered yeah. that for him. That's dope. That. Yeah, we, yeah, dope, dope. Shout out to Caddy, man. He coming home soon, man. We're yeah. going to work. We post yeah, to next work. Year. Next yeah, year. that's my boy, man. Shout out yeah. Cadillac Cass, man. Yeah. Okay, so what's the next one? Uh, another, let's see, so that's three. So I would say, you know who else is fucking can rap his ass off and like is like crazy as fuck is C Formula. Who's from C Orange. Formula? C, come on. Bro, I don't know. They're like, from Orange. Like He's part of the Four Finger Ring with like DJ Zoll, Mike Moses. I and do not know. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. I, I can. I hey, can admit I'm sleeping. See, Formula can wrap his ass off. Okay, now are, see, they're not. So, are they on social media? Like, do they really? Yeah, they out there. Damn, I'm have to go on your page. I'm pretty sure they're on your page. Yeah. Okay. What's so uh, I'll give you another one. Let's see. Uh, these are all people that can out wrap these other people, bro. Okay. Like plain and simple. Like they can. Like I've worked with them. I've seen them perform. I've gone on their shows and and seen the shit that they've accomplished. And it's like what? You know what I'm saying? Like just phenomenal artists. So what's the fifth one then? Who's the fifth one? I'm trying to see because I only know like two of those so far. It's making me look bad. <laughs> it's making uh, me look bad. Let's see. A fifth one. I'm trying to pick somebody that you won't know. That That's that's just amazing. Um, out of the nine for nine, who can really fucking rap? I'm trying to think. Who do I, who do I know in the nine for that can rap? I know a lot. I mean, Aliso Black. Okay. That, okay. I know him. That's the I'm homie. Gonna you, I'm going to tell you something about this dude. I never even heard this dude, right? So the dude has a video with him in a parking lot with a fucking couch. I love yeah. that video. <laughs> I'm like, who is this nigga? My guy black. Hey, I'm like, who hey. is this nigga in a couch in a fucking parking lot? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So them them five that them five, I could vouch for them all day. They can rap. Okay, I'm gonna name I'm gonna put I'm gonna keep cashes up there. We're gonna keep Cadillac cash. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna add three more. That okay. are mine that me coming up. I knew that could rap that was out of Orange County. That's Damo. Okay. My boy Damo, yep. like it's just his voice, his cadence, and then like right. we were young, no one was doing music like how he was doing. Right, yeah, that. of course. I can really say he's probably mm-hmm. the first trap rapper right. out of for Orange sure. County, for sure, hands down. Before, for sure. and we both, I'm from the South. He's from Memphis, like out right. here, but he had family in Memphis, like right. all that. Right, that we were the only two doing South music, so I gotta say Damo. Then I'm gonna say, you saying you probably know my boy Sass Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sav, Sav, like, of course. The whole man, the Night Riders, like yeah. me growing up with them, Sav. And then my other one had to be not just because he's my homie mentor, but he does what you do, everything. And that's BH. Yeah. Okay. Like I had to just because just that whole thing. But like I said, I like the fact that you named some dudes that's in South County because I wouldn't know them. And right. I'm pretty sure that we all can agree that no one cares about lyrics no more. That's why it's right. We can, we can agree to that. We can assume yeah, like people that. don't care about lyrics and, and, and these cats I mentioned, like they just really fucking rap. Like they, they care about the, the, the wordplay and, and they're, they're dope. Yeah. Like, like, like dope as fuck. When's the last time you've been in a recording session with a, a rapper that was under 25? Under 25. Let me think. Because there's a big difference from how they do music to the older crowd does music. In the studio, doing an actual song. If it got done. Oh, you know what? I would, yeah, the homie Oliver Lee. He came before he moved to Georgia. That was um, about, might have about six months ago. He's 23, 22. Yeah, it's it's a different, it's a whole different ballgame because more, <clears throat> the drug use has always been the same, either be weed or whatever people choose to do. I right. don't care, lean. It's just they take longer and they don't write 
as much. They really just go up to the mic and say what they say. Yeah. Take a break. Hey, punch me back in. And then they want you to throw the auto-tune on that and clean it up. And right. Then that's a song. But the people listening to it is on the same thing. So they kind of they kind of connect with them. So when you hear like people like it was a, like Don the Kid made a funny comment one day. Mm-hmm. He was on that the blog and he's like, I don't want to hear all that lyrical, spiritual, lyrical stuff. Right. So I understand that young kids, he's like 19. So it's like, right. they're like, man, we don't, we don't have that. Well, you know what I think it is? I think, like I tell people, this, these cats, they're, and it sounds fucked up, but growing up, we were the drug dealers. They're the drug users. And what I mean is, it's like, it's, it's very, it's cool to, to do all these drugs, the lean and, and pop this pill and this and that. So it's like, a lot of more drugs, and that's why you get so many kids now. Young kids are are emo, so emotional because, bro, drugs a motherfucker. Do and, not do drugs, people. Drug use is life abuse, and use a loser if you's a user. That, that, that part. <laughs> but but I think I think that has a lot to do with it, and and it's just yeah, it's crazy, man. It's just everything's very emo now. I want to talk about something we talked off about camera is the three rappers. These three rappers mm-hmm. we talked about. And um, Medusa mm. Spitz. Let's talk about her. Okay, so so we was talking about who has the potential to do something to cross them barriers to to, and, to really cross them barriers. Right, and so I told them that there's three that I've been watching and who I think. Now, mind you, who am I? I've done stuff, whatever, but I know a lot of fucking people. Um, I said who I think my number one is the girl Medusa. And I follow her. I look at her page, and she has a very unique sound, a very unique uh, brand image. Yeah, and how she looks about it, and, and just how she does things. Yeah, and I like it. I like. Yeah, it. Yeah, I think she's dope as fuck. I think she, out of everybody, she has the most potential to make it because she's a female. That makes it and so much more easier. Sex sales. It's just, at All the end that. Of the day, sex sales. And so, so yeah, she's dope. I follow her on on Instagram and her Spotify. Um, she's dope as fuck. Would love to work with her. Second person, I think, is that kid Dom. Dom the kid. Dom the kid. He's young. He has a great voice, and he, you know, he's kind of arrogant. You yeah. know, so it works. Yeah. Um, I think he just needs to get with the right producers and the right people to help push him. I think he has a lot of potential because he's so young. Third person, Wim. Wim the right? musician. Okay, Wim the musician. I think how he he does like the the singing type and all that. I I. I think he has a lot of potential too. I think those are the three. Out of everyone I see, I see a lot of cats rapping. Everyone else seems to be doing the same shit. They're all just doing the same thing, the same sound. But those three, they're like standouts as far as a young under 25 group. Yeah, if it was me, if I had the money to like sign them, I'd sign those three. Because yeah. I know I would I would sign the three, like, and I would say like this with whim. I'm just thinking Drake and Russ. That's all I see. Right. Drake and right. Russ. He's a hookmeister. He's a hookmeister. I, I'm going to get the Bryson Tiller feel for him. Dom, I see his wordplay is better than Blueface, and I like Blueface. I don't even consider him like Blueface. I, I, who, I, would you, who would you compare to him in the industry? Because that's what record labels do. They're going to say they got their this version, we got our version. Who would you p- put him parallel to, not compare? Who would man, you put him parallel to? I don't know. He just is different because he's a white kid. But he has like this this drawl about how he talks, and he has a, he has a, a really heavy voice, you know. So I don't I don't know I don't know if I Paul can. Paul Wall, oh, a young Paul Wall. No, Paul not, even that, not even so that. Not even that. Because I'm not even looking at race. I'm just looking at. Like, well, I'm looking at all that. 
And I don't, I don't know who I could compare him to because I've, I've looked like, who does he remind me of? I'm That's like, a good thing if you can't compare it to nobody. I can't, yeah, and I can't. I can't compare him to anybody. I wouldn't anybody. even try to compare Medusa to nobody because she's so unique. Well, like, you, well, Medusa, who, 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 well, I think why, she, why she'll win is she has a very throwback style but more eccentric of Gwen Stefani when Gwen Stefani first came out. Yeah. Because Gwen had that. She's from Anaheim. She had that white girl Shout out Gwen, alumni Loera High School, man. Shout out. Stop it. Stop so, it. <laughs> but I, I, I think, and I'm going to tell you like I told you before we did the interview. So these, I'm sure these artists are going to see this. Oh, yeah. Hopefully y'all see it. Y'all looking to tap in with me. So look it. Dom, Medusa, Wim. Here's what y'all need to do. Pay attention. Listen. Free game. Y'all need to do like three or four songs with all three of you on one song. Wim, you do the choruses and bridges. Dom, you do some feature verses on them. Shout out. Medusa, you're the you're the head artist on the song. You guys do that and shoot some videos for it. Put your egos and pride to the side, and I promise you, you'll fucking win. Would you help them with that? If Hell they put yeah, that I'd together, fucking do it, man. You- y'all fucking, I'll I'll engineer, I'll make some fucking records for real. I'll do there it. There it is, right there. Y'all heard it here. I'm talking with Maserati. He gonna help y'all with that. Y'all make it happen. Yeah, come on. I know people. We can make it happen. Why not? Hey. And that hey, that would win. I promise you, y'all would fucking win. So who, um, I'm going to make sure I want to say this right, because I don't like having wrong information. I went on your website, mm-hmm. Epidemic.com. Yeah. Whiteout. The Whiteout. What's Whiteout? So Whiteout, that was a project I did with the homie Supreme Line. Supreme Line, he was running around with the BBG Cassius and them when he okay. was signed. Supreme Line is albino. Yeah, I know Supreme. Yeah. Okay. Kai. He's always be at Shark Club. Shout yeah. out Supreme, he knows. Yeah, Kai. Yeah. Shout out my guy. Shout out. Uh, so... I met him hanging out with Cassius and Arcane, and I always, uh, I, he would rap. I'm like, bro, we'd freestyle. I'm like, you're fucking dope as fuck. Like, yeah. where are you from? He's like, I'm from Jersey. He's like, I'm a Jersey kid. I'm off. And so I was always telling him, man, let's do something. Jersey. Right? I'm like, let's do, let's do an album. Like, just out the blue. He's like, yeah. I go, I got this idea. Remember Method Man, Red Man did Blackout? He's like, yeah. I go, you and me would do Whiteout. <laughs> for obvious reasons For obvious reasons <laughs> And so we worked on this album for like about a year Whenever we had time Yeah Did it And put it out And it's fucking just It's just reckless bars It's it's it. We talk so much shit It's just so It's like funny A lot of funny shit You know Yeah but As it should be it, Yeah It's just reckless as fuck The white out Yeah And uh I didn't know who I was interviewing today. Was it going to be Epidemic or Whitey Donor? I didn't know who was coming. I didn't <laughs> no, know. you know. No, so, <laughs> I didn't so, know who was coming. So Whitey Donor, that's like the, the alter ego. You know what I'm saying? That's Whitey Donor. When it's, when it's like angry time and it's time to, to chew faces, that's Whitey Donor. That's where the Walter and Whitey project came okay, out. Yeah, and I listened to that. We, we talked about that. That right. was a good project. Thank you. That was and a good project. Yeah, that was a, like a... Me and the homie Sickness. Um, shout out Sickness. Shout out the bro. Shout out Sickness. Um, we just, he has his alter ego, Walter White. <laughs> you yeah. know, and why you don't, and we just did that project just, like, we did that fast. Okay. You know, that's the concept. Now, I know you pay attention to everything because I see you, I see you looking. How do you feel about the the recent beefs? I was in some of them. There's other artists in these beefs. They get publicized on Instagram. How do you feel about that? Where do you weigh in on that? Like, do you even pay attention? Do you get a good laugh? Well, I mean... I'll leave a comment every once in a while, and I say, "Look, it. I get it. Why they doing it? They just trying to get views or whatever." But I always say one thing. I said it once. I'll say it again. Make good music. Get 
gain yourself some fans, do it again. If you get caught up in beefs, that's just, it takes, like, I had beefs back in the day. Mm-hmm. MCing and all that shit. And it takes up so much fucking energy. Like, you're wild up. Oh, I'm a farmer. I'm going to serve this guy. I'm going to do boo-boo. And if it goes further, if I say I'm going to fuck him up, now, now you're exhausting all this creative energy and just this... It takes, man, it takes so much to squint your face and get angry. It's yeah. easier to smile and chill the fuck out. Yeah. So, everyone that's trying to do, you know, I'll fuck him, boo, 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 bring it on. But then, honestly, majority of these cats out here doing that, they're not about that. And that's what I. If you're not about the, it, don't do engage. Because I tell people, sometimes you gotta understand, there's still people who live by street codes and some people yeah. who got personal problems and still think like, okay, if he said this, he meant this. So when right. I see him, I'm going to address him as such. Right. Because I had to check myself when I'm like, hold up, man. I've been going a while and I came home and this social media is crazy. Right. And people, you understand, there's a kid somewhere in a room in Wisconsin is just talking shit on your page. Right. Right. Because he just wants to talk shit. He has nothing to do. Right. And I feel like if if I know you, like we had to sit down, we've talked, we've talked probably a month before since mm-hmm. this talk and I just say something weird on your page and like you're like bro I talk to you I see you all the time like right. now you're saying this weird shit right and I think that a lot of people want likes and views they do it for likes and views well and and what it is 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 it's like people want to like the internet is not real it sounds crazy right but it's not real so people think like because it's the internet's here we're here on Earth. We're working and living life, but the internet is a different fucking world, a universe. Yeah. And and whatever I say on there, that it's not really real. It's not real. Like that's what these kids. That's what their yeah. mind is. But it's like motherfucker, it is real. You typed it. It's forever. Yeah. Now there's gonna be an issue. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like I ran to that in the past. You know where people say blah 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 to some Twitter fingers and cats I've known, and I just get their phone number, call them. All right, you want you got you want my attention? Okay, motherfucker. You got it. I'm okay. Yeah, I give them. The, I, I, I'll talk to them like like they dad. You know what I'm saying? Give them the father <laughs> voice. You know, and then it's like, no, bro, it's not even like that. Uh, okay, it's not like that. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it all goes back like you said, likes and views. Yeah, it's, it's all likes and views. But you, did you? I heard something just today that Instagram is going to get rid of the like. Yeah. Thing. It's going to get rid of the like button or the option of liking yeah, something. Yeah, so you can only comment. So you can only comment. And I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I want to see. Like, how do you feel? Like, what? What? how do you feel about that? I mean, because, like, how I look at it now is, like, people will like something. Just to like it. They'll double tap and scroll like, up. Oh, like it. Okay, I like it. That's kind of like engaging. Like, okay, I'm letting you know that I'm fucking with you a little bit, but I'm not going to comment. It's like a comment is like. I really fuck with you, and I'm gonna let everyone know I commented. And you know, I comment big pressure because I like something. Right. If but I like it, it's big pressure. You know what I'm saying? If it's the truth, you, big pressure. Because that's how you make diamonds. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I was <laughs> that part. But exactly. It, people need to interact and in commenting because basically it's online conversation. It is. Liking it is. just means, okay, I'm just gonna like it. I mean, Anyone that follows me or I follow them and their homies, whatever, I like the shit. Like, like it. And I'll comment. Like it is whatever. Like it. Okay. 
What yeah. is, but what does that do for you? That does nothing. A like, you want to see comments. Comments is where the interaction it's is. The interaction. It's that organic, that organic interaction that says, okay, that's like if your mom likes your pick, mm-hmm. but she doesn't say, hey, good, hey, son, good pick. You're like, right. hey, my mom just liked it for no reason. Right. And I think, I think a lot of people, and this, and I could be wrong, but I'm just, this is just my opinion from what I see. They use likes and views as validation that right. they're doing something. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know, most major artists, they don't even work their social media. It's, a, it's an assistant right. with the phone. So comment, it's going to force you to be engaged, and, and it's going to change everything. And I, you know what? Shout out to Russ. He might not ever see this, and if he does, the reason I say shout out Russ, Kevin Gates, T Grizzly, Lil Boosie. These mm-hmm. are actual dudes in the game that will answer your comment. Yeah. They will answer your comment, and on your mm-hmm. live, if you talk to them on live, right. they're not above that status. And I think a lot of people are acting like they're already up there, and you're right. not. You're just like me. Right. You're just trying to find your way. You're trying to do what fits your brand and your content. I think a lot of people get past that. Right. You know, and I, I'd be like that sometimes too. Cause I, I, you know, everybody, I don't care what no one said. Everyone feels theirself at some point. Right. Of course. But it's supposed to be the people around you to check you like, bro, you're not all right. right. Sh- sit the fuck down. Right. 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 We right. know who you really are. Right. Sit your ass Stop down. it. Stop yeah, it. Most right. death. Most death. So. Right. 2020 is around the corner. What you feeling about uh, the Trump guy? Uh, I don't know. I don't, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You voting? <laughs> I don't think so, man. You know what? A lot of people are not voting. I talk to somebody. I'm voting. I'm telling people like I'm voting just because I haven't had, been able to vote for years. This is my first time being able to vote, being off the okay. roll. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, that's an experience. But then again, it's like I have nobody to vote for. I'm not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I'm what are you going to do? For Trump. Like, people are like, oh, Bernie, Bernie. Socialist. Okay, so if he wins, I'm going to go to somebody's house in Cordy Casa and say, this, I'm going to live here now. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so like, you know, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just it's bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit. It, yeah. It's really, I tell people, is he. Trump's gonna win again, unless they pull something crazy. Yeah. So let me ask you a question: You're a Christian? You don't believe in religion or nothing, or what? Ah, uh, you know. Now you know what? I mean, I believe in in God. I believe in Yahweh. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in in the. I believe in Bible. I believe in in. Here's what I say: The Bible, whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, Quran, or whatever it is, they all have a common story. Mm-hmm. But each one kind of just tells its own way of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm real big on data. I'm a big data person. Scientific. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've read the Bible, I've read the Old Testament, New Testament. I've read all of them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you have to. You got to. And there's a lot of things in there. It's like, okay, scientifically, can that happen? No. Has it been proven? No. So, that's just a story. Now, you ever heard of an acronym for Bible? That we have this acronym in prison. Yeah. Basic instructions Be, before leaving, leaving Earth. Earth. And if you look at it that that way, <clears throat> you get a kind of a, a understanding. Well, that's basically the, the Ten Commandments. Yes, it's, exactly. So the reason why I brought that question up is I had a conversation online with with these uh, ladies. One's my uh, big sis. She's a play big sis. She's very informational, and it, it was no one was wrong or right. It was just right. a conversation. So right. I want to ask you: How do you feel about someone charging you fifty dollars to go to church? You shouldn't have to pay to go to church. Here's what I think about church. Is I don't think you need to go to church. I think if you have a relationship with with God, and whether your God is Muhammad or Yahweh or Jehovah or you feel Jesus Christ is God, you you have to have that within your heart. Going to a building to have someone talk to you about it, that's not getting you closer at all to a heavenly being nah, at, all. at all. So if you got to pay, all you're doing is you're just paying that pastor to live his life okay so we're gonna get into this part because i want to see what you say favorite yeah. top three rappers top three 
Top three. Top my personal top three. We, oh, we had to talk about this too. Yeah. We did it on your page. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what was your top three? My top three. I say top three. Oh God. I have a top five. So okay, it's like it's weird. Give, give me a top five. Give me a top, top five. five we'll keep it fair. Big Pac Marshall. Rockham Nas. That's my top five. Top five hip hop albums. Top five. My personal top five hip hop albums. First Chronic. I got it on vinyl. Straight up. All right. All right. Um, Dope. I'll say Marshall Mathers LP. Favorite. I'll say. God, so many fucking good ones. Yeah. Um, LL Cool J Mama said knock you out. Two more. I'll say, uh, God, there's just so many good ones, man. Fuck me. Two more. I'll say EPMD business as usual. Okay. And what do I always bang in my car all the fucking time? Ice Cube Death Certificate. Mm. Okay. Any the artists you would like to collaborate with, underground and mainstream. Artists, we're not just talking rappers, talking about artists in artists, general. Just any artist. I believe in music. It, it has to be alive. No, it don't have to be alive. I'll give you that one. Artists, I would love to work with Prince. He played every instrument. He just was savage. Oh, stop it! You know, if you want to work with Prince, even though he's passed, I think if you work with Morris Day, you get kind of close to that. No, uh, no, I don't think Morris Day. You don't think he had the same like they cousins. You know who but... I think? You know who I think is close to Prince is uh, Bruno Mars. I can say Bruno Mars. I, I he plays Bruno instruments that. and he. I, I give Bruno Mars that because that twenty four character. He's a songwriter. All that. He's closest thing to Prince right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Prince. And then what? What was the other? Question? Okay, now you got to pick an underground artist. So that was a mainstream. That's a mainstream artist. And they do an underground, underground an underground artist. Yeah. It doesn't have to be rapper. It doesn't have to be local. Is anyone underground that you know? Like, oh, you know what? I really would like to work with that person. An underground artist that I would like to work with. I would probably have to say, you know who I like to work with. I think it'd be fucking dope as fuck. I think Hobson, bro. I just got up on Hobson, bro. I just got up on Hobson. I, th- I think it would be dope. Hobson's dope. Shout yeah. out Hobson. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Mr. Marcus Hobson would be dope. I would like to work with him. Okay, okay. So uh, you got anything new coming up? Yeah. What you got? Tell us. Let, let us know where we're going to get it, when it's coming, where we can find it, the All video, right. everything. So look it. I got an album. I'm working on it. I was trying to have it done for October, but... Shit happens. Yeah, I got a bunch of features. Like I'm doing. I got a bunch of features on it, so I'm waiting. You just, to... you, oh, so you're breaking out your shelf. Right, breaking okay. out the shelf. Breaking out so, the shelf. I got a bunch of features, and it's trying to get them scheduled to get get it recorded. Um, so hopefully I have it by January, February. The title of it, I'm not gonna say because people like steal my shit. But it's it gonna happens. be like 14 songs. It's gonna okay. be dope as fuck. Singles. Uh, you know what? I have one song ready, but I'm not sure if I'm gonna put it on the album. I might just drop it as a single. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't know. And I got a bunch of songs just sitting, but I'm kind of deciding what I'm gonna do with them. What's your process like when you do that? Like, do you just make like 30 songs and pick the best 14 out of 30? I just record. 
like right now I'm in album mode. So like I have selected beats and concepts that I know are going to be on this album. Mm-hmm. And I write for that concept. And then I usually get like singles here and there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like actually an album just dropped yesterday. A buddy of mine, I helped him put it together. His name is Burnslow. He's out of Orange. Shout out. Underground. Like he's crazy. Like it's like, like boom bap hip hop. Yeah. And I was on a couple tracks on there. So that was dope. That, that finally came out. And mind you, these songs, I recorded these over a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, got some other singles that are done with other artists that have been sitting for like a year, mm-hmm. year and a half. So it's like, I got music. You know what I'm so saying? You got, you got the work. You're just trying to put the pieces to, together. Yeah, it's got to make sense. It's like, yeah. I yeah. Just, sometimes I just throw shit out. I'm not going to lie. Last year I did that. I was dropping singles like every fucking that, other week. How did that work for you? The single it fucking worked great. But now it's time to drop an album. You know, it's like if you if you just do single, 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 you can do that for so long, but then you gotta give them a body work. Cause what people were telling me, like, bro, these singles, like I did that song Radar, um, I had Introvert, I had a bunch bunch of singles that dropped. Mother's hit me literally like, bro, I'm loving these singles. This could have been a fucking album. And I think that's the problem. When you drop 20 singles and now it's album mode, you have no songs. You're like, okay, well, what I'm gonna make. I mean, I got songs because I like doing concepts. You never just just like really just made like a, well fuck it just I'm just going to make a whatever song. Uh no. See I, you never because like well because you produced so you never just yeah. made a beat and was like oh I think I would just say this and then just go that way. Yeah, but it always ends up being a concept with whatever else I'm. It's it's weird. It's we're like okay like for example like the song Radar right mm-hmm. that's based on about the haters you know you're not even on my radar okay so it's the concept and then I did a song literally like. The song that came out right around that before after is called Fantastic. And that song was a beat I had sitting for like eight years. And so I stripped it down to bare minimum. And that's right when um, that little Pump and Kanye song came out. Okay. Right? So last year. Right. And I hated that song. I fucking hated that song. No, it's not. I hated that song. Stop it. I'm a sick fuck. I like the quick fuck. You don't like that? I hated it. I was like, yo, like this. What the fuck? I mean, okay, the beat was, was, it was knocking, but I was like, but this song is like, wag, bro. Like, come on. Like, oh, like, what are you doing? So when I heard that, I automatically wrote a song kind of like an answer to that. And the song's called Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you hear the song Fantastic, the opening, like a little bridge type thing, I, I, I kind of took their melody, but did how I would do it. And yeah. I'm talking about, you know, like, you know, you, you have no type of flow. I hate it. Oh, okay. you have no fucking flow. So that- I hate it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. So I, I get in my modes to where it's like, okay, I'm gonna talk about this, 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 and, I, and I'm just like pinning it. And a lot of times, I'll just I freestyle when I'm driving and record it on my phone. Yeah. And I take those bars later and piece it together. If I do a freestyle competition, uh, like a lot of those bars end up in my songs. Okay. And I don't like wasting bars. Yeah, I really like. Like with me, I drop a song if I, I would like really just load the beat, drop it, and leave it, and come back mm. months later. Like, oh, I did that. I should change it. But I think so many people have different ways of recording. It's like weird because you'll be like one yeah. person. I know some people that take months to write a verse. I'm like, bro, it's been a month. Well, see, what I'll do, I'll I'll write some shit because I can write pretty fast. But so I've learned to take my time now, and I'll write some shit and I'll record it. I'll record the whole fucking song, no hook. Just I know what yeah. the hook is, but I'll record my verses. And I'll listen to that shit driving around for like 
one or two months. And then I'll start hearing it. I'll be like, oh, I should change that. Okay, I'll take yeah. that word out. Oh, I should have said this here. Or, oh, I can rhyme this rhyme scheme here, and it'll sound like it'll be more complex. You know, so then I'll, then I'll, I'll write it out, boom, boom, and I'll go back, punch me in, boom, boom, and, and that's how I do my shit. Okay, yeah. So it, It's it, thought out. It's thought out, so it's more, it's more detail-oriented. Like, right. you really say, okay, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, and make that. That's right. good, that's good. So, yeah. one more question I want to ask. Mm. If you had a record label, mm-hmm. who would be the first artist you sign? Whether it be local, in the industry, or... If I had a... I, mean, I do have a record label, but if I had one with, like... Like, like the budget, budget. A, ma- a major label. Let me say, let me change that. A major label. Let me say that. Who would I sign? Yeah, because you're saying, like, I'm a... Yeah, who would you sign? And they don't have to have a following. They can be raw talent or they can have a following because, you know, they do that. Right. Who would I fucking sign? Like, right now? Right now. I'm watching? Yeah, that you mean. Because I know you watch artists. So I like, do. So it's like right now. Um, I would sign that girl Medusa. I knew you was going to say that. I would sign her, bro. I would sign her, bro, and she would fucking be huge. I would sign her, and it, it yeah, it'd be a wrap. So, I, 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 I know too many producers, and I know she has her own production team and all that, yeah. but I would plug it with certain people. Like, okay, you, we're going to get a track with three with this producer, three with this one, three with this one, three with this one. Boom, okay, we're going to get the whole package put together, and, and it'd, that's dope, it'd be that's, a wrap. That's dope. We're going to get up out of here. It's long, yes. That's a good one, though. This is a good one, so, man, shout out. Tell them where to find the music. Tell them when it's coming out. Everything. Epidemic.com. E-P-A-D-E-M-I-K. Go there. That's where it all is. See me on Instagram. MC Esquire. E-M-C-E-E-E-S-Q. That's three E's in the middle. And Google them. Google me. (laughs) Don't be a bitch. We out of here.